the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Welcome to One Down, the world's foremost comedy crossword podcast. My name is Brendan Ayer, joined as always by Greg Warren. And Greg, it happened. Big week, historical, Brendan. Historical. Historical. They, they said it couldn't be done. I mean, they said that they said it could be done pretty easily, but they said it couldn't be done by us. No, uh, mostly we, by me. But, uh. <laughs> and we did it. What did we do, Greg? Double clean, double clean, double. For those clean. of you who are new to the podcast, that means Brendan and I each went seven for seven on this week's puzzles. Usually, Brendan does. Usually, I don't. I think I've done it. This is maybe my fourth time. Um, so it's a huge week and we say clean, we don't go to the internet. We don't ask our friends. We don't get hints or anything like that. We're nothing. No purists. Purists. Yeah. None of this, none of this. I looked up one letter, but I would have known that. No, 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 no. no, It doesn't count. None of that. So we're, we're double clean. Uh, the first ever and Greg, it's, there's really nowhere to go from here. No, I mean this. This is uh, what we've been really striving for our whole lives. I, I don't. Uh, I got to rededicate myself to something. I don't know what. Yeah, a lot of people would say this is the best thing I've ever done. Uh, many, many people. It's would the best say thing that. I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And you were uh, in the army, uh, so that's. I don't know why you to bring that. I, I quit. I was, uh, I was, you didn't uh, quit. You transferred. No, I, I, I quit. Yeah, no, you know what? I, you got to start reframing this. What ha- when, when a guy goes to a different athletic uh, school in college, I, see, I watch football. They call it transferring, Greg. You yeah, transferred. Yeah. So, yes, it was a bit tougher of a school you <laughs> transferred out of, but it was a transfer. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, for those of you uh, who aren't paying attention. Reframing is just uh, sort of a buzzword for. It's another way of saying lying. And uh, <laughs> Brendan has uh, has always been a reframer, you know. But for others, for myself, no. Also for myself, never. Yeah, mind. for I, yourself especially. Yeah. For I my, don't know where you're no. going with this one. Yeah, no. For myself, I don't even reframe. I I, I get in. I I just uh, I cut the frame mm-hmm. apart and paint an entirely different picture. Right. Uh, you've you've heard about the framers of the Constitution. Uh, I don't know if any of you have read about the reframers. Uh, <laughs> Of, of of most of their adult life, that's a, that's Brendan Ayer right there. That's <laughs> yeah. a, let's yeah. uh, let's get to these puzzles because I mean, this is a celebration, is what this is. It's this, a, it's an hour long celebration. This is an hour long celebration, but but I do have to qu- take a quick side trip. I don't know if you know this. I'm a big fan of reframers of the Constitution. I ran into one of these guys. He, oh, goes, yeah. he, he was just in Burger King <laughs> going, those guys, it, those it guys. is my Second Amendment <laughs> right to a free Whopper on a Wednesday. I don't know. I, I, I think the Second Amendment is <laughs> a pretty no, popular no. one with some people. <laughs> uh, maybe, that, maybe in your Constitution. <laughs> I do know those guys, the, the Constitution reframers. Uh, yeah. so, Usually it has something to do with, uh, with pot. Uh, most of those guys, <laughs> yeah, or or some or a rule they think is a hard and fast rule about the police that they have no evidence of. Like, oh, yeah, hey man, yeah. if you ask them, they gotta say they're a cop. <laughs> and it's like, now that would pretty much shut down the whole undercover cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, you asked me. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. I was deep cover with the mob two years in. It was pretty successful. And then yeah. they popped the question. <laughs> <laughs> and then um... Machine Gun Marciano said, uh, hey, man, are you a cop? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I am. Uh, now, uh, I don't know. I don't know if m- Monday, November 30th, uh, this was, by the way, an Emma Craven Matthews. Uh, I don't know. Was it Canada Day? Or, or I don't know what it was. Uh, uh, you, sometimes there's a reason for themes. But the theme was Canada. Uh, you had four uh, 
distinctly Canadian related uh, uh, answers. Then uh, Canada they, Day is July first, Brendan. Okay, so, so they, they so. this uh, took a while in editing, but uh, Boxing this, Day maybe they maybe I, no no Boxing Day is the day after Christmas that's, where you nah, box that's day up after all Christmas, the, and then yeah. uh, how about uh, Thanksgiving uh, Canadian Thanksgiving? I think that, that comes before ours. Uh, let's take a look at that one. That was uh, yep, that was um, October eleventh. I'm not sure what was going on in Canada, but some, something had to be going on. Something had to be going on. Anyway, you had uh, four answers, and more than four, but four primary answers related to Canada. You had Tim Hortons, you had Hockey Night, you had Maple Syrup, and you had Saying Sorry. And, Greg, that's kind of rough on Canada when uh, two of the four iconic traits of your country are a donut store and apologizing. <laughs> now, that, no, is the uh, is that because of the way they say sorry, or is it because they just apologize for stuff? Both. They both. Uh, uh, they they they. I say sorry in the wrong way, like a Canadian. But they apologize. It's big. They apologize a lot. Uh, they're big apologizers. Yeah, uh, which is a nice trait, really. It's a very nice trait. I mean, I mean that's yeah. what you look for in people. Um, yeah. Uh, 72 across, Greg, uh, professor's degree. That's a PhD. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I don't care for the PhD. Okay. No, no, there's too much confusion going. Doctors should be doctors. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, is it, is there a doctor on board this plane? Oh, I I am. Oh, oh, this, this man is having chest pains. Oh, Oh, I'm a I'm a doctor of medieval literature. Sorry, <laughs> it's like no, you're not a doctor. Make a new category, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I, you got a point there, man. I don't. Yeah, they're I, throwing I, these PhDs to everyone. A doctor yeah, is a doctor. Just it, you can have a PhD, but call them something else, you know. A, a, yeah, right. Yeah, professor, right. professor yeah, pro- emeritus, or I, I don't know. What yeah, else. something good, maybe wizard. Wizard's good. Oh, yeah, right. not Wizards, Grand Wizard, though. Stay no, away from that. No, you don't want to go there. Yeah, They took that one away. Nah, that's not a good one. Yeah. Um, 15 across. Life is short, and this is long per Hippocrates, uh, and that is art, uh, which is uh, that's insightful. However, Hippocrates was basically like the first physician, wasn't he? Because of the Hippocratic, the Hippocratic oath. oath, sure. And if I've got a doctor there, I don't really want to hear that from him. Hey, man, life is short. Whoa, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> but uh, art is long. That's the good news here. I, let's get back to the first part there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'm hey. only 19, and I, I, I came in for a strep throat. You're telling me life is short, but art is long? Yeah, I'm, I'm not even an artist, Hippocrates. What are you, who are you talking about? You're, you're, you're doing a watercolor over there right now. Well, you're supposed to be looking at my throat. Um, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to hear that from your physician. No. <laughs> hey, life's, life's short, buddy. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Um, 67 down. This was cat blank hot tin roof. That's, of course, Anna. Um, and that was 1955, uh, the, the play Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And then, of course, uh, in 64, Greg, uh, uh, you had uh, Fiddler on the Roof. And, right. Uh, this was the uh, Things on a Roof uh, era for Broadway. Um, and I don't know if you're aware of that. It was very big. Uh, other oh, yeah? Less, yeah, other less notable examples were uh, Old Man Stuck on the Roof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 there was a comedy. <laughs> on the roof. Get me down from here. <laughs> Where's there that coming? There was, of course, the famous uh, comedy bomb, uh, Dog on a Hot Tin Woof. Uh, uh, that yeah, never went that anywhere. Was, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was a and, tough one. Uh, and, of course, uh, who could forget uh, the Phantom of the Opera? On the roof. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
They did uh, sort of revisit this in 84 with the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That was a. We uh, don't need any water. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I would often argue to those guys, I think you need water. I uh, would say you do. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you do. Yeah. They uh, chose to let it burn, those yeah. guys. That's what their, that's their choice. Um, Fifty down, poison blank, and that's sumac. Which this is the thing, and I think I've talked about this on this podcast, Brendan. But that's when I just gave up. I'm like, all right, and it took me years. I'm still, I'm not a good poison ivy identifier. I just can't. I can't. Sure. Yeah. I can't get it, man. I think I have some sort of poison ivy learning disability, where you know they're working with me, and they're you know, like, yeah, oh, you're getting it, Greg, and then they get in the parent teacher conferences, yeah. and they're like. He's not going to get it. It's not no. his fault. You know, no. like I just, yeah, your kid's stupid. Um, yeah, and then so, but I, you know, and, and now there's oak and then they, and then I find out later there's sumac and it's like, you know what? I'm going to start treating plants uh, like I treat uh, uh, snakes all bad. Okay. Just yeah. Like, uh, right. Not going near any of them. Like uh, uh, all bad. Oh, it's a garter snake. Well, it looks like a snake. Okay, like I, I don't know what garter means, but if I see a garter mountain lion, I'm still leaving. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's always that guy. Well, they, don't worry. There's actually uh, there's actually no uh, uh, poisonous snakes uh, uh, native to this region. So it's like I don't care, man. I'm not messing with the snake. I don't. Yeah, wait. yeah, they're not native to this region. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. good thing no <laughs> morons in America have cobras as pets <laughs> yeah. and find a way to let them go <laughs> yeah. and breed for 17 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I uh, knew a lot of those guys in the <laughs> 80s when I was yeah. in high school. A lot of my moron friends had snakes. And a lot of them got loose. That gave them a lot of time to breed between now and then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The other thing is, you know, it's this is not on you. This is not on you, Greg, because they would they would teach you in school poison ivy, three leaves, leave it leave it alone. You go yeah. into the woods, everything's got three leaves. Well, and the uh, it, yeah, I mean, I've I've uh, done research on this. That's their big. Uh, that's their big hint or that's their big leaves of three let it be yeah um, right you know what everything has three leaves or they all even if they don't they all bunch together like right. i don't know if that's uh nine leaves of three or one leaf of 27 i can't i can't i can't get them you know yeah also, what do you want me to do? Uh, uh, leaves of five, rub it all over your thighs. It's yeah, like, no, yeah, I'm not doing yeah. anything with any I don't plants. think you should be using uh, rhymes <laughs> yeah. to uh, help with something that has the word poison in it anyway. It's poison. Uh, uh, how are you handling the other poisons, right? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to nerve gas, say, <laughs> I pass. Uh, <laughs> When you see when you see anthrax, time to backtrack. <laughs> well, that's a terrible rhyme. You no, it doesn't even that. rhyme that well. But they re they really stretched it for yeah, anthrax yeah, because they ne they needed the kids to learn. I I'll tell you, I'm pretty sure I'm uh, immune to poison ivy only because I'm in your boat as having no concept of how to identify it, and I've never gotten it. I still uh, wouldn't. Uh, I still wouldn't risk it, man. No, I mean I don't go around rubbing stuff on my on me. I think but, my uh, dad's immune to it. Huh. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people are. Uh, a lot of people are. But uh, sixteen across places to sweat it out. That is uh, saunas. Uh, as you know, Greg, I'm a big infrared sauna guy. They oh say, yeah, man! Say, you can't uh, you can't really do that during the pandemic, though, can you? Oh, you can. Yeah, they because it's it's just very isolated. So they're 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 wiping it down, and usually you're the only one in there. I've done it a couple of times. I'm not I'm not going to do it now. There's a big spike in Ohio, but when things cooled down a little bit, I went there because it's you go in by yourself. They sanitize it between every person. It's it's uh it's a pretty well run operation. But here's the thing. Uh, it's got all the traits. So basically an infrared sauna, it differs from a regular sauna in that the air doesn't get that hot. Only you get hot. Um, so you're able to stay in there for much more, much longer. And it's got all the trademarks, Greg, of a thing 
that in 15 years they're going to be like, oh, sorry, that that was killing you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's or or it's got all the trademarks of a shakedown. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it does get really hot, and you can stay in there for way longer than you can. A real like it. It does work. In other yeah, words, I don't know. This sounds I'm like very a hot. No, it, no. Actually, uh, you don't feel hot, but it's hot in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> This no. no, trust me, man. Uh, I know you don't feel hot, but you're hot when you're in there. It's, trust me. It's this amazing form of heat. It's crazy. It's 180 <laughs> degrees. Feels like room temperature. You don't sweat. <laughs> you can do it for as long as you want, and the health benefits are incredible. Yeah. $120 yeah. an hour. Yeah. yeah. Boy, it feels like I'm just in a, in a regular room. I know. That's the genius <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. It feels like I'm in a regular room. You are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these these guys are good, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh Tuesday, December first. Uh this was a Byron Walden. Uh really got a, a, a poet's name on this fella. Uh yeah. uh but uh Rec Center was the theme. Uh we had uh four answers that uh contained wreck directly in the middle of the answer. Um, uh, and they were all, I believe, 15-letter answers that took up the whole grid. Uh, software company, home, home foreclosure, what more can I say, and pressure cookers. Uh, so, you know, pretty good uh, little little Thursday, uh, Tuesday theme. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think I actually picked up on that, and it was helpful. From what I remember, and it's hard to remember, but I think uh, uh, for a second, I was a little uh, stumped on this one for, for a Tuesday. Right, right. Okay. Um, well, you pulled it through. Uh, 25 across, biased against seniors, and that's ageist. Um, and I got to say, Greg, it's, it's, it, it's shameful, the, age, the ageism you see in the corporate world now because what it is is it's it's a lack of foresight because greg these guy you get these guys will work for 10 cents an hour and some tapioca okay they they don't know they don't know <laughs> what's going on you hire these guys and they're not even they don't even know where they are you go oh you must have forgotten francis you already took your break back to work you know you, you can you can get so much out of the uh, out of these old folks and people are just ageist and missing out on that now see some of you guys are listening to this and you're saying brendan is uh doing a take on ageism and he's displaying um probably the most severe ageism that we've ever heard. He's doing that on purpose. This guy's good. That's what he's, that's what he's trying. He was just being an ageist right there. Ageist. No, I'm being a guy that's trying to get these people back into the workforce. They get bored. <laughs> they get bored. They don't remember what wages uh -huh. were. Yeah. I, yeah. Everybody that's older <laughs> eats tapioca pudding and has no memory. Uh, yeah. I, well, I would say this, Greg. That's not true that everyone that's older eats tapioca pudding and has no memory. I would say that everyone who lives long enough does get to a point where they have no memory and eat tapioca pudding. I don't think I'll ever eat tapioca pudding. Well, you, nobody's saying you're making it that far. Uh, it doesn't, what, are you, what are you talking about? Man? <laughs> um. 69 across uh, element in a comics repertoire. That's gags, which um, that's not, uh, is it, Brendan? That's not an element in our repertoire. We don't do, we do bits or jokes. I always love it. I, I um, hired this guy to edit a, a stand-up show one time. I, I can't remember what I was doing it for. And he calls me up and he's like, hey, man, I was, uh, some of the gags on the on the first show came out better than the gags on the second show. I was wondering <laughs> if you want me to miss, if you want me to edit these gags together because a lot of the, the gags at the end of the second show were better than the gags. I'm like, 
Which guy was I doing the? Uh, was I do the? Did I do the exploding ink pen in the first show and <laughs> yeah. forget about it? What, yeah. what are you talking about, yeah. man? Yeah, was I was I wearing uh, googly eyed glasses in the first show or the second show? Uh, well, yeah. uh, uh, actually, there was a guy named Vic Dunlop. Uh, who passed away? Uh, very, very uh, funny guy and nice guy. But Vic, Vic did a whole thing on googly eyes. Uh, <laughs> he, he and he sold the googly eyes after the show and made uh, a ton of money. And uh, I guess at one point was running his mouth on show on on the show about how much he made. And there was an IRS agent in the audience, and uh, uh, Vic wound up <laughs> getting in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> owed a lot of money for those eyeballs. Yeah, you got to be careful what you're saying on stage. Yeah. And I, the thing is with these googly eyes, t- totally off the books, baby. <laughs> totally off. You're not paying tax. I'm not yeah. paying tax. Uh, it was yeah. a funny. Uh, it is funny bit. It's funny. Good guy too, man. I like. Uh, I like. I love. So for those of you that haven't been to a comedy club, most of them, not all of them, and it's becoming a little bit rarer because people don't carry around their headshots anymore, but they'll have headshots of all the comics that have performed there. And I, I enjoy looking at them and seeing some of my heroes and stuff like that when they were younger. And uh, there was distinctly a period, uh, I would say like late 80s, early 90s, when the gag headshot was uh, oh, yeah. was yeah. really popping off. And I feel bad for those guys because it's like good comics. You'll see it. It's like their headshot. They've just got a Q-tip that they accidentally left in their ear yeah. or, they're, yeah. or they're, they're answering a phone, but it's actually a banana, you know, classic. <laughs> Man, that's, a, that's a Bert and Ernie bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, classic gaggery. And yeah. uh, that did not stand the test of time. No. It didn't, man. It did not. Um, I There was once an accident, a horrible accident. They actually went out of business. Um, are you familiar with the uh, the um, Native American arrow through the head gag? That was Steve Martin. Uh, he had one of those, yes, but they were, they were bigger before that as well. Uh, it was just kind of a headband with a, a half an arrow pointing out each end. They accidentally made one backwards one time with the arrow pointing in, killed a guy, went out of business. I'm trying to understand the joke. I can't quite get it, but I can tell by the rhythm it's pretty good. So, so if you can imagine the x-ray, right? What I was trying to get at, it's very <laughs> stupid. What I was trying to get at is if they somehow put the arrow on wrong with the arrowhead facing in, a guy would just put it on anyway and, and the arrow would, it would be as if he had actually shot, been shot with an arrow. Still trying to visualize it. I'll draw out a diagram, post it on the Instagram. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, man. I think I... No, uh, no, no. I appreciate your support. On a week I'm like a... this where we both went clean, you know, ah, a little little arrow through the head gag gone wrong doesn't bother me. <laughs> I think I might have had one at one point, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 42 Across Automotive Brand with an oval logo. That's Amico. Brendan, do you know where the largest Amico sign in the world is? Uh... Is it at an Amico station? Yes. Other than that, I don't. I can't really nail. St. Louis, Missouri, man. I'm gonna take you by it next time. I feel bad that I haven't showed it to you uh, up until now. It's it's kind of right on the way out of the city near the zoo. There's an emos right there, and you like emos. So I love emos. Uh, for those of you that don't know, emos is St. Louis style pizza. They've invented their own cheese. It's called Provel. Uh, it's just provolone and Velveeta, but it's delicious. No, now, it's not. It's not. Not yes, provolone, it is. Though. I no, asked. It's not. Well, they were wrong. It's three cheeses, and 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 provolone is one, American is one, and I do not think Velveeta is the other one. Well, then why is it called Vel? Provel. I don't know, man. But I'm telling you, I've looked. All right, here. let's it's, get it's back to the cheeses. subject at hand. How big are we talking on this Amico sign? Big. It's the biggest in the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take you by there. It's pretty cool. It's right by the zoo. It's really neat. It's really yeah. neat, man. Yeah. It's, it's also at the highest point in uh, the city of St. Louis. Yeah, I can't wait to see this giant gas station sign. So you don't want to go? I want to go. I'd rather go you to know the what? zoo you know what? or that now cool you, museum, the, the free museum or whatever it you is know what? where they build now weird you, stuff. Now you can't go. <laughs> <laughs> banned, banned for life? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no, you man. can't go. I'm taking you. Uh, now you're you were you're a grocery man, obviously. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, two down. Fame quote famous cookie maker. That's of course famous Amos. Uh, this is in. Was it just Amos's cookies at the beginning, or was he a presumptuous fella? You know what I mean. Or was he famous for no, other? He, reasons? he he had that kind of uh, swagger where he. Uh, yeah, yeah. He figured. Like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work into it. You know, uh, like if when you those, act like it, you know, you know, fake it until you make it, sort of thing. That's how Amos was. Like one of those open micers that uh, hashtags his exactly uh, bits, like which that. with yeah. the king. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm familiar with the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I know several of the kings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I this uh, what was this guy's name? Uh, Joe Recca, my friend. Uh, he, uh, he passed away about five years ago. He's uh, just a fantastic comedian. And Joe told me about this one guy in D.C. And it was at an open mic, and uh, and I think the guy's name was Shoddy Shoddy, and uh, Shoddy, it was Shoddy's first time ever going on stage, and uh, Shoddy comes up. They play. He's, he's got music cues right for, for to go on stage, yeah, and they yeah. start playing his music when he comes to the stage. And Shoddy starts walking up the center aisle, going, "What my name is? What my name is? What my name is?" And the place is going crazy. Like they're going nuts. They're, they're what my name is, what my name is. And the place, they, I mean, these people are going nuts and shoddy, shoddy gets to the mic and the, the people are just like, this guy is amazing. want to see what he has to say. And shoddy had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, man! That's, that's, that's a guy. <laughs> Joe was and Joe like most comics. You know when they see the new guy doing that, they're like, "Oh, this garbage." Joe is like, "I'm gonna check this out. This guy's got something, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy yeah. has got all the swagger yeah. in the world. He must have something, man. Right. And uh, oh, and maybe man. Shoddy made it made it uh, in, into uh, being a, a a great comic. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not familiar with him, but uh, and and uh, I think that's who it was. I think it was Shoddy Shoddy. Yeah. If it was not shoddy, shoddy, uh, apologies out yeah, to shoddy, shoddy. I completely shoddy. apologize to shoddy, shoddy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the guy, uh, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just the the name of the uh, the guy Joe told me, and I I always love that that story, man. That's so funny. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Forty down, uh, April one target, and that's fool. Of course, we're talking about April Fool's Day, Brendan. Given what we've all been through this year, I say April 1, 21, maybe just knock it off. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, hey, hey, guys, how about just uh, April, everyone, business as normal day? Yeah. Uh, yeah maybe April, uh, every, if you haven't gotten the vaccine yet, give it a shot. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's maybe, maybe we just let that go this year. Yeah. Know? I don't think people are uh, really amped. For the old, uh, the, you know, put the air horn under their office chair. Uh, yeah, bit this yeah. year, you know. Um, all right, let's. Uh, I think we should move on, and we're we're kind of behind. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, December second was a Will Nettinger. We've worked with Will before. Uh, the theme was the outside of fruit. Essentially, um, it was interesting. You had uh, yeah, cool, cool. You cool had way uh, to do it. Uh, four four clues that if you take uh, the two letters on each the front and the back end, they spelled. Uh, um, uh, some form of the outside of fruit. So uh, Miles Davis's album Sketches of Spain spelled skin, pea gravel spells peel, zeitgeist spelled zest, right this second spelled rind. So great little theme. Good job, Will. Kudos to you. Um, I would say this. Here's the thing I found a sort of strange about this puzzle. There was one clue I found strange, and that was 10 across film genre that includes Moonlight and Call Me By Your Name. And that's LGBT. And, like, first of all, I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name. I, I love Moonlight. I think it's a fantastic movie. But it's it's kind of strange to call that a genre. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, hey uh, what section should we put You've Got Mail in? Oh, that's that's heterosexual. 
Uh, that's that's the non-LGBT section. Like, it's a weird... That's not the genre of the film. That just happens to be... I didn't see that movie as being... Uh... LGBT at all? It's you know you know when Cher and uh, Nick Cage, no, Danny Aiello, Nick Olympia <laughs> Dukakis. I I, I don't uh, no, I don't remember. That's, that's the other Moon movie. Oh, I, uh, it's, uh, Moonstruck. I'm that's sorry. That's Moonstruck. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I it's weird. Say, <laughs> yeah. I I missed something in that movie. If that was a theme, because I well, didn't see I, any of that. I mean, honestly, I think if Cher is in it, you can throw it in that genre. Yeah, I uh, guess. She, but I don't. Uh, she's. A I don't big, think uh, her character in Moonstruck. Uh, no, you know? I just think that's weird. I think she where had a thing like, for Nick Cage, from what I remember. I I just thought that was bizarre. Where it's like, yeah, there's a gay guy in the movie, but it was a. It was a coming of age movie. It was, wasn't. Right. That's not the genre. I don't know. It was a little odd to me, but uh, I guess uh, uh, you know that's nitpick. I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. Yeah, you're I'll a stop. nitpicker, man. I'm a yeah, knock it off. Yeah, people don't. People don't care for it, Brendan. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Thirty six across. What surrounds the pupil? Um, and that would be if you're talking about uh, when I was in middle school. Uh, it would be other nerds. Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, iris is the answer right? uh, iris yeah. did other nerds did not fit yeah. uh 29 across small stone used for driveways uh pea gravel now uh we had pea gravel uh as the base uh uh on our uh elementary school playground and i think it was a pure bad idea yep I think it was purely an aesthetic choice uh, with no consideration as to the odds of 10-year-olds throwing handfuls of it at each other's faces. Yeah. Uh, and those odds a- are 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah that's a, it, boy, that's some poor planning right there. It was a war zone out there, Greg. You couldn't go to recess without you – had, you had to wear your winter clothes all year round. All year round, you just had a guys in balaclavas <laughs> sneaking around corners of the slides, blasting you with pea gravel. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's poor planning over there in Cleveland. Yeah, it was it was the Northern Ireland of pea gravel. <laughs> yeah, um, thirty-two down channel that became Spike TV. That's TNN. That's the Nashville Network. Brennan, do you remember watching TNN? Uh, very, I have, I have, uh, I have kind of like, uh, vague memories of it. I think, I think that they knew they were going to be spike TV and they just, they had the timeline. They were like, okay, um, we're going to start as TNN. And then, um, when we know we project that in, in three years, people will be sick of only Dukes of Hazard reruns <laughs> and we're going to go and become Spike TV and then we're going to show just half Dukes of Hazard reruns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, the, and, the, and the first annual Men's Choice Awards or whatever. They yeah, well, that's a bad Spike idea TV. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to. That yeah. was a that was a time in history where that was allowed to pass. Just yeah, ma- the man's awards. <laughs> uh, I can't. This that reminds me of when I was in Procter and Gamble. There was you know there was um, it was in the '90s and there was a lot of diversity initiatives within the company and we were sort of uh, you know I think on the forefront of a lot of that. So there was different groups within uh, uh, Procter and Gamble. And there was like a you know a female support group and uh, an African American support group. Uh, and an Asian uh, support group, and uh, I, at some point they <laughs> they wanted to have somebody got the idea that it was a good idea to have a a white man's uh, support group. <laughs> and no, it never and, is. And 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 the HR like they had some like symposium, and I got invited to that. And I remember I remember asking my boss about that. I was like, Hey, he's like, he goes. Uh, you 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 want to stay away from that, man. <laughs> <laughs> goes, you don't want any part of that. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't get mixed in with those boys. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a bad idea right there. Um, Let's move to Thursday. I'm calling it, man. You're calling it. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thursday, December third, was it Jake Halperin? Um, still not entirely sure exactly if i gathered the full theme so the theme was unlucky break 
And you basically had to break the letter B into its two component parts. So if you spread the straight line and the curvy lines, you get the letter 13. That's the theme. Well, I understand that, but... Both, Pretty cool. Why are you but, taking shots at it? I thought it was well really because neat. because here's my question, Greg. I understood that part of it, but I'm wondering. That's all you it, needed to understand. You know what? You have you don't have a curious brain. Okay, I'm asking. This is, is true. There, this is, is there? True. I'm asking. I take most there, things at face value. <laughs> I'm asking. Was there a further part I didn't get? No. Because it's called unlucky break, and as you'll notice, Friday the beef, which was one answer. So Friday the thirteenth. That's unlucky. Apollo 13, that was obviously an unlucky mission. But then was, and then the final answer is Oceans 13. Was that unlucky? Um, I think just the letter 13, the number 13 is okay. unlucky. But as you can tell, those first, you see what I'm getting at. Those first two answers are in themselves with, uh, consider, yes. have elements yes. of, of unlucky and unluckiness. Okay. So there wasn't more, uh, there wasn't more than I thought. That's fine. Um, yeah. Just want I mean, to look I, into it and got, you know, God forbid I should ask a question, Greg, you know, geez, geez. Oh, Rizzo. Hey, watch your language on this. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 37 across championship memento. That's Ring. Now, I don't know if you know this story. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Robert Kraft, the uh, owner of the New England Patriots, visited the Kremlin and met with Vladimir Putin. This was some years ago. Vladimir Putin asked to look at his Super Bowl ring, um, one of his Super Bowl rings. Uh, Robert Kraft uh, gave it to him. Uh, Their sort of photo op ended. Uh, Putin uh, kind of uh, sort of uh, without thinking put the uh, ring in his pocket. Um, <laughs> they go on. Kraft's people later contact the Kremlin and Putin's people and say, uh, there was a mix up. Um, Putin accidentally kept um, Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring. And they said to him, oh no, that was a gift. <laughs> and he said, excuse me? And they go, yeah, that was a gift. Uh, is there anything else? And they go, <laughs> so Putin just stole a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, that, he's a bully, man. He's a yeah, bully. he just took well, Robert Kraft's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he just took his Super Bowl ring and his yeah, people man. go, no, 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 that was a gift. Move now along. Now I'm regretting and I and I, I am name dropping, but one time I asked, I, I, Tony La Russa let me... Uh, 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 wear his uh, World Cardinals World Series ring. I should have just taken it. I don't think you have Putin power. I, I think do not go, have the juice that Putin has. I, I think you go, actually, that was a gift, and Tony Lucer would go, okay, well, I'm sending some guys over to your house right now, and you'd go, you know oh, what? I think it he wasn't would just come over to my house <laughs> and take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tony. Sorry. Yeah. Um, 17 across, word before streets and girls in film titles that's uh, mean, Brennan. That refers to two uh, two films from very different eras. You had Mean Streets back in the early seventies, and you had Mean Girls in the uh, the two thousands, right? Yeah, either, um, e- e- at the earliest late nineties, but I think two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Which now I don't know if you ever saw the sort of crossover project. Uh, it was a really good movie. Mean Street Girls was. Uh, <laughs> It was something else, man. I, I don't know why it never did better, but it was, uh, yeah, Lindsay Lohan and De Niro get into it at one point, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're fighting, and Keitel and Tina Fey oh, step sure? in. It's, it's a great film. Oh, I don't it know. sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you uh, should check it out. Man. I saw a different one. I, I saw uh, mean, mean Street Girls uh, on Cinemax one night. Uh, yeah, but it that's a different <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the one you were talking about. No, no, those, uh, those, those girls suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't they weren't as mean as you would have thought. But uh, no, twenty seven across something to teach a dog. That's a trick. Uh, you have to be aware of this, Greg, uh, because I once thought I was in. Uh, what do we got here? That's a Monday clue of the week, right there. Man. It is. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but here's the thing: you got to be aware of this because I I once thought I was in 
on a big time real estate deal with a chocolate lab. Uh, and it turns out that handshake meant nothing to him. Oh, yeah, okay? <laughs> really? Yeah, it, just, it, it was a trick. The whole thing yeah, was a trick. He, did, yeah. he didn't know what he was shaking on. You know, we're, 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 we're uh, 1.6 million deep into a development <laughs> in Palm Springs. And, and, you know, next thing I find out, he was doing it for a treat. Uh, yeah. You guys' handshake meant nothing. I'm, I'm sorry you went through that, man. No, we were underwater on that thing big time, and he didn't carry his weight. Yeah, man. Um, 65 across preppy clothing brand. That's J. Crew. I I wouldn't call it uh, preppy. It's a, you know, I find it suitable wear uh, for, for most social occasions. If you want to have lunch at the club or something like that, I don't know why. why what, did, what, uh, what, what club, Greg? <laughs> you know, the club. Yeah. Is, is this the uh, Procter and Gamble White Men's Club? <laughs> that's, uh, no, that's, uh, most of the members are white. Yes, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that it's, it's, it's. We certainly don't exclude anyone. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, J. Crew. They've moved away a little bit from that fully preppy look. Uh, you can you can get some cool stuff at J. Crew. I th- yeah, I, I I say. I mean, I, it's a little overpriced for my for my taste. I I think. You're talking. Uh, you're talking. A guy that get- spends about six hundred bucks on uh, shoes. I've cut way back on shoes. I've got. I've got my eye on one. Pair, yeah, we're in not- a pandemic. Of course, you've cut back on shoes. Now you just say things that I've done responsibly in a way that sounds angry. Well, could you? <laughs> could you think? Could you? Could you even imagine a scenario where um, you talking about shoes would just really make me angry? Well, yeah, because I haven't given you shoe advice when you asked for it. But here's the thing, Greg. Six we weeks ago on this podcast, we have uh, different tastes in shoes. For anything, I know I'm going to send you the you, shoes. No, nah, and I asked you for help, and you didn't give me any. And now I don't want your stupid help. I'll well, go you, to somebody here's else. The problem. I'll go to. You know what? I'm going to go to somebody. I'm going to go ask Ari. I think he knows more about shoes than you. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Good luck. Good luck. Andrew. Andrew, I like Andrew's shoes better than yours. Yeah, Andrew rips me off shoe I'm style. To, the guy's, the guy's wearing Air guys. Max 90s. That's my signature Casey's shoe. Casey's got good shoe recommendations. <laughs> what? I don't even think that guy has shoes, let alone recommendations. I, I always bring up Casey because that's the guy that, uh, that really hey. usually, that gets under Brendan's uh, skin because that's about? a guy that kicked Brendan out of uh, Weight Watchers. Nobody me out of Weight Watchers. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, oh, you get see how he gets all upset. You're man. a bully with a boat. This was a celebratory episode. I know we did great. We, I'm celebrating. This is celebrating for me. I'm enjoying dude, myself. Dude, dude, <laughs> good. Have a have a blast. Have a blast, Greg. Uh, two down, hard nut to crack. That's Acorn. Uh, I've saved you the trouble. Don't even bother. They taste really? ter- they taste terrible. Greg. Yeah, I they never would imagine those that good. Yeah. What are the squirrels thinking? Yeah, because I've eaten, when I was a kid, I ate acorns. I ate like 50 acorns to see if like, well, I must have got bad ones, you know, like, because all these animals are eating these things. And they got like a green meat in there. It looks like a pistachio. So you get excited and uh, it's horrible. And then you're growing oak trees in your stomach, which nobody likes. Uh, 31 down bit of insolence. That's lip and... uh... I think that term's good because, you know, it, it doesn't have as much of an effect for a dad to be like, I don't want to hear any bit of insolence, okay? You bit of insolence off, you're up. You're upstairs for a week. I don't know what you mean, Dad. I don't, hey, hey, that right there sounds like a bit of insolence, and I don't want to hear your a bit of insolence. This is, uh, you, you're, this sentence is too hey, long hey. what you're saying, Dad. <laughs> now you're grounded for six weeks. Yeah, man, that's pretty insolent <laughs> of yourself. Uh, Friday. Eight weeks. <laughs> Friday, December 4th. This is a Patty Verrill and a Doug Peterson. Classic Friday. No I femur. don't know these people. Um, I don't think I've worked with them. I think we've had Doug. We've had we've had some run-ins with Doug. I don't know Patty too well. Uh, 15 across. Fear of public places. That's agoraphobia. Um, now I have a agoraphobia and I've mostly overcome it. Uh, 
But talk about being prepared for COVID, Greg. Uh, I, I've been afraid of the grocery store for 30 years, okay? This means when they said stay inside, I said, I already do. No yeah. problem. Done. Yeah. I'm like a one-eyed man in the land of the blind. Everything they have asked, hey, don't shake people's hands, don't socialize, done and done. Haven't done it my whole life. Okay, man. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to decide whether you were actually agoraphobic or not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I mean any my anxiety disorders are such that most <laughs> most phobias I have. Really? It's not, it's not well, agoraphobia is one of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So you don't like being in public places? I don't like being in crowds. So that's not gotcha. quite agoraphobic. It's a little bit different, but it's similar. So if it was like a some sort of Music festival, you would oh, enjoy. Dude, a music Terrible. festival is yeah. my nightmare. Yeah. My nightmare. Um, yeah, you want to do uh, Bonnaroo next year? I'd love to. You got to. You got it in. <laughs> That's the other thing I got is a. Uh, 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 I'll. I never give in to my mental illness. I just say yes to all yeah. of the things I'm deathly afraid of, and then and then it comes back to really bite me. Uh, You're a champion for it. I have horrific stage fright and and am a professional stand-up comedian. I'm a moron. Uh, (laughs) Uh, 24 across. Speculative fiction writer uh, Stevenson. That's Neil Stevenson. And um, I... uh, I guess, you know, I don't know who this Neil guy is, but... uh, I've been say I've been told uh, when I uh, uh, kind of m- map out the next year of my career. I, uh, usually, uh, most people see that as speculative fiction. Uh, it's, yeah, it's certainly, that, it certainly was in 2020. Uh, sure, I, I, yeah. A couple yeah. Of years ago, you won the Nebula Award for best <laughs> sci-fi story, uh, and you just thought you were going to do another TV set. That was a little harsh. Gosh, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was trying to. I was trying to roll with what you were saying, and yeah, uh, I, 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 I and I would have gone with it. I just didn't get it that much. I, I, I'm not. Well, a, I, I, I know. I, I didn't know any really speculative fiction awards. I happen to be familiar with the Nebula Awards. So what's I, an, a, a Nebula? Was that character in uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then wasn't that a clue last week? Maybe the Nebula Award. We've had Nebula come up before. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, it was the clue, and then sci-fi was the answer, maybe. Um, 25 across, go away, and that's vanish. Not quite the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you see a yes. ma- magician, and he goes, for my next <laughs> trick, I'll be vanishing. And it's like, hey, you just left, man. We saw, we all yeah, saw you. Yeah, yeah vanish. <laughs> Yeah. I was there, yeah. and then I wasn't. Okay? Yeah, and don't check your wallets. <laughs> uh, twenty-one down leaves home, and that's teapot. I mean, I think that's a strong contender for clue of the week. The only reason I would say that it's not is because, like, I think that play on word with leaves. We gave we gave that award out in the last uh, month, I think. Did we? Okay, because I had that nominated. It's really good, though. It's a really, really good clue. Uh, I had that nominated as well. Um, seven Down, World's Deepest River. That's the Congo. And uh, the source I found said, quote, scientists believe the Congo to be deeper than 750 feet at some points or more than deep enough to submerge New York's iconic MetLife Tower, end quote. I think whoever wrote that is really trying to build up some buzz for the MetLife Tower because I know tons of buildings in New York, Greg. I don't know the MetLife Tower. It's not yeah, iconic. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. What is it? Which it's one? It's that it? thing right by Grand Central. I think you know how you kind of got to go under it. No. Yeah, it's it, it's right by Grand Central, I believe, on Lex. Oh, that's a deep river. Never mind. Well written. Uh, it's oops. an icon. It's a big. You you, you notice the bill. I think it's it, it's why you can't get around 
uh, Grand Central. You have to do that crazy loop around that's insane. Yeah, and Nobody it's because knows of what's that happening. building, I think. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that is iconic, and that's also a tall building. So that is a deep river. Uh, deep but- river. <laughs> Let's check out Saturday, December 5th. Uh, this was a Brendan Emmett Quigley. Um, again, no theme. Uh, God, man, this was... I didn't get the uh, seven gold stars because I I got this on Sunday morning. Uh, nice, I just I just nice. kept Pulled plugging away on this. I thought it was a, a a really really hard puzzle, and I just happened to be in one of those moods, uh, and I had a lot of extra time this week. But uh, I I kept I took like five different runs at this thing and finally got it. Um, nice. It was a tough puzzle, man. Nice. Um, Thirty six down. Uh, things scan nowadays. Those are QR codes. Yeah. And uh, Greg, I was at a comedy club and uh, the I was working. The waitress asked me if I was hungry, and uh, she uh, I said yes, and she said, "Okay, uh, just during COVID, uh, you just scan this QR code. Those are our menus." So then I had to say, um, uh, "Actually, I'm not hungry anymore, but I do know how to do that." Um, just so you know, uh, but I'm not hungry. So um, you were ashamed that you didn't know how to do that? No idea how to scan a QR code. You just take know. a picture of it with your camera, but you don't even have to hit click on the camera. I learned it during the code. That's the one thing that I, you know, I did learn that during the pandemic. It That's took it? me the pandemic just, to get it. You just, you just you act as if you're taking a picture of it with your camera and then all of a sudden it uploads. How cuz I was wondering how everyone knows this QR stuff and I'm not I know man, cold. I know I'm with you actually. I mean, I wouldn't have been embarrassed to ask a waitress how to do it. I'm not I don't have as much dumb pride as you do, but uh, you know. I, I would just call it dumb. You don't have as much dumb as I do. I don't not that that either. Um, yeah. That was I mean, here's the thing. That's where I got messed up forever because what's the clue on that? Um, oh, things scan, things scan nowadays. Retinas fits. Yeah, that's a good clue. Then I, it's always a good clue when two things fit. You know, uh, it's a horrible clue. It really. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Thirty-four helpful. down, gradually become familiar with that was ease into and dip toe in also fits. And I just got that's where I got messed up for hours. Oh wow! Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um. Yeah, I could have seen myself taking either of those routes. Um, uh, the uh, 58 down Van Gogh painting that once fetched a record amount at auction. Um, that's Iris's. And uh, it was uh, it, 53.9 million uh, is what uh, what they got for that, Brendan. And I, I was there that day. And uh, the, the guy that, that paid 53.9 uh, just either was a, just a really giant Van Gogh fan or pretty stupid because uh, the guy before him it was uh, it was seventy five bucks and uh, he just went right to fifty three points. He got he got the auctioneer was like I got seventy five seventy five. Do I hear eighty? Do I hear eighty? And the guy goes fifty three point nine million. And I was like, dude, I don't think you know how auctioning works, man. You you've made a big jump there, and uh, yeah, it was really. Weird situation. Um, Don't tell me how to bid. I love irises. Well, um, here's the thing. The guy was kind of stupid, too, because um, he goes, I, I've always wanted to to buy this picture about uh, um, uh, 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 in, in, let's say, a Maya Angelou poem uh, that's grammatically incorrect. Um he, th- he, I, he are thought you it- doing an I rise joke, Greg. Is that I, ri- I rises? <laughs> <laughs> it was took me a long time to get there, and boy, was it not worth it. <laughs> Wait, this is a painting? What the? Uh, uh, oh, and we're, and we're and and I to make matters worse, this was Sunday. <laughs> We're still on Saturday and I skipped a Sunday. Sorry, man. I just uh, I had to get that my Angela thing going. I was I was really excited. I have uh, a clue of the week uh uh nominee 20 across temple offering abbreviation 
And it's uh, DEG, degree. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, let's give that the award. They're talking about Temple University, aren't they? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't right. get it. I mean, I just, I, yeah. Man, these guys need a lot of breath for that. That's hard. Uh, Brendan yeah. Emmett Quim Quigley, you have won the one down clue of the week for your 20 across Temple offering abbreviation degree. Uh, please see us for your prize after the show. Um, we do not have prizes. Two down, Greg. Golfers near miss. That's a lip out. Um, First of all, that phrase has always been weird to me, near miss, because a near miss to me applies a make. Do you know what I mean? If you nearly missed, oh, yeah. you made it. And so that's always been a weird phrase in my mind. But the, well, it is. And, and I, it's a modern phrase. You know what they called it before? What? Uh, a bit of insolence out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Then we go back to the Maya Angelou thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the other thing about lip outs that are great, uh, I was golfing with my dad a lot this summer and because of COVID. And so golf was something that could kind of be open during COVID because you're out there by yourself. You're in you're outside. You're not near anyone, really. But they didn't want everyone touching the stick, the pin. Um, so they put foam in all the holes and. Uh, and so your ball didn't go down in there, so you didn't have to grab it. Um, and as long as you hit the foam, it was in. So it was COVID rules. I I made so many COVID rules pars, Greg. Yeah, you're going on the tour from what I hear. I mean, these things would have been 75 feet past the hole. <laughs> I was just smashing that foam thing and being like, drop that baby dead center. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, maybe they'll keep it up, man. Maybe that'd be a, 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 just a, a thing with the game that just sticks, you know? Yeah. Um, now hey, I but 21 down, who is George Smiley? I don't, I don't understand. That. No idea. No idea. Okay. Didn't look it up. Didn't care to. I remember Guy Smiley from, uh, he was a game show host on Sesame Street. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Um, seven down, informal name for Vespa Mandarinia. Mandarinia. And that's the murder hornet. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a week, and I remember it because I was, it, it was my last uh, road week before New York was locked down, and COVID was just kind of making the news, but the real threat was seen as murder hornets. Yeah. Do you remember? It was like one week where they had it backwards like just yeah. for a little bit they'd be like deadly hornets may overtake the country and in lesser news there's some some kind of flu going on in china but, but really it's the hornets to watch out for yeah uh they really yeah they get they get they, 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 they kind of got that one wrong that's all right man yeah it's all right you gotta you gotta i mean look if there's murder hornets out there i want to know regardless uh, the thing is uh you know who knows time only time will tell uh 20 uh, 21 could be uh just all murder hornets and th the wild part about that is it would be a relief you know yeah Pe people would feel better uh probably wouldn't be as a uh, politically contentious of an of a of a you know phenomenon no i think we can all get behind uh murder hornet prevention yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um sunday december 6th uh this was a tony orbach um wonder if that's any relation to the great jerry orbach uh i don't know um the title of the puzzle uh was get out of here um and basically uh he removed of from phrases he removed the word of from phrases i think what was impressive was how many of them he did it was one two three four five six seven eight nine literally nine themed clues which is a lot uh so instead of bone of contention it was just bone contention uh stroke genius book genesis uh and so forth um with kind of uh you know pun like clues so I, I was impressed because of how many he got. Also, I caught onto this theme pretty quickly, and it made the puzzle a lot easier. Yeah, it did. Uh, Brennan, just for the record, can't can't find uh, whether or not uh, 
uh, Jerry Orbach is related to Tony Orbach. However, t- Jerry Orbach did win a Tony Award. It's close enough for me. Uh, okay. So Tony Orbach, Jerry Orbach's son slash award. No, I don't know if that's. The, I don't know if you can quite. You know, a couple. I don't know about that. What? 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 Elder son Tony. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there is something to it here. I don't know. Um, it says elder son Tony. I, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like in Google, I can't quite find it within. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that's know, all right. Yeah. It, yeah, that's all right. Um, seventy four across highway offense. That's a DUI. Um, and I was I was listening to sports talk radio uh, this week, leading up to a big big Browns game, which we won today, and I was pumped about. Uh, Happy for just, you, man. And there was just an ad that goes, "No one should drive drunk, but if you do." And happen to get caught. I'm your man. Yeah, that's yeah. Ken that, that, something or other. Cleveland's top DUI lawyer. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a, what what kind of specialty is that? What are you arguing? Like, what are you going in there? Like, yeah, he was drunk, but uh, I don't know. Could we do a little less time? Oh, yeah, or those what's... guys are all cheese balls, man. They like yeah. there's big yeah, like the D I got one after a show. Some guy gave me his card. He's like, oh, hey, man, you ever get in trouble? I'm the DUI king of Illinois or something like that. <laughs> yes. And that's his thats his name, DUI king, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then there's some other guy going like, hey, man, I've had 13, so you might be a lawyer, but I'm the king. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 96 down liquor store purchase. That's fifth. I've always thought that was a bad sort of irresponsible term for that amount of alcohol because it's a big, it's a bottle, it's a good sized bottle yeah, 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 of whiskey, yeah. and you know, drunks are going to be like, you know, you drank that whole bottle, yeah, it, it it's twenty percent of what a normal bottle is. It's a yeah, fifth, yeah. right? Also, yeah, I, I, I only drank a fifth of 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 of, of a bottle. Right. Also, I don't even think they sell a whole. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have a no. fifth, you got to have a uh, 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 five fifths. It's a gallon. It's a gallon. It's a, a gallon it, is a fifth. Yeah. 128 it, ounces. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, a fifth is a gallon or a no, fifth? No, no. A, a fifth is a fifth is a, of a gallon. A, right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're going with a gallon of liquor, uh, that's a lot. Um, Another clever clue I wanted to point out as a runner-up, uh, brand that comes out ahead, and that's Pez. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's kind of That's cool. pretty cool, man. Uh, just for, We don't do that, man. Once you give the award out, we don't talk about uh, clues of the week. It's oh, I didn't know what something we did was uh, tell us what we do. I mean, I for the life of me, I can't quite decipher that a sentence. So you just what you want to try that one again? Well, I just mean that it is, it, there's a discussions on our rules and protocols. It's a two man system. It's a voting system. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you so you, that you say no, I say I'll take that into account going forward. Fine. It's just I think it's a it's it's not the right way to do it. It's never the way that we've done it before. We say all the things, give them due, you know, give them okay. hope. Well, then think, who's hey, the criminal here? Well, then who's the criminal here? The guy who on Saturday said, go ahead and give it to that one? Or the guy who just minded his own business, did as he was told, but then thought he'd point out uh, something a, a Tony Orbach, you know, Jerry Orbach's son deserves a little credit for. Who's the bad guy here, Greg? Uh, the, the second guy. Oh. Shoot. <laughs> Darn it. I, I thought for sure you'd think it was the first guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like uh, I made 90 it across so uh, stand up bo- stand ups, bombs, uh, comedy errors. That's, you know, or comedy of errors was the, uh, the pun there. But right. here's the thing, man. And I think, yes, early on, and, and I've bombed plenty of times and, and, I certainly have made some errors. Um, a lot of times, when you get to a certain point, uh, when, when you bomb, a lot of times, I don't know if I'd blame the comic on it. You know, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I hate when guys are like, You're a crowd, it was a crowd's fault. It's not necessarily, the, if a good comic bombs, a lot of time it's sort of the setting's fault, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, and I sometimes I don't. What's weird is like sometimes as a good comic, you think you've bombed, and the audience all comes out and loved it. No, so, no, you bombed, man. If you're talking about that Myrtle Beach show, well, see, here I am defending you. You're covering yourself up, and you're telling me I bombed. You know what? You bombed. No, the, you the, bombed. The, I did. I did bomb. I've bombed. I just, I just, I thought maybe you're talking about that Myrtle Beach. Show. I wasn't. Nobody brought up the Myrtle Beach show, and that crowd was terrible. Greg, you, yeah, that you, crowd was horrible. You bombed. You did. No, bomb. you didn't bomb. <laughs> you, no, you, you bombed. You're, um, but you know what? You bombed. That, I do. This, this you, just, you just said that, no, and I copped to it. I copped to it. I, I, it, you know what? I revised my whole point. It, it, it's somewhat the comedian's fault. I'm just, I was, I was making a dumb point. I just, there's. Just, there's times when I've bombed when I certainly could have probably not bombed had I handled it better. But these days, if like, and there's also like, usually good comics don't bomb. They just sort of have a, a bad show maybe, you know? You would be, first of all, I do agree with you, but you would be so mad if I were saying whatever rambling point you're trying to get I know, to. I know. You it's would terrible. be down my throat going, that was a 37-minute way right, of, man. of you're right. What I, they, your bombing. Just, we can just maybe maybe go back in the editing and re get rid of it. I no, don't know. leave it, it, it in. A, leave it in for the record. The people must know. Guys, uh, I wasted a lot of time on the podcast. It was stupid. I didn't really know what I was saying, and I was uh, waffling back and forth. Um, the main thing I wanted to say about that is Brennan bombed in Myrtle Beach hard. Man, it was a bad crowd. Right, anyway, then. <laughs> Literally, you could hear that noise in there. It was bad. Uh, it turned out there was a fireworks store next door, but I thought it was the bomb. Uh, uh, there is a that, fireworks store next door. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, that, Christine's dad works there. I know, I know. Uh, that's been, uh, which, by the way, I went in there. Fireworks, a lot more expensive than you'd think, Greg. Uh, those oh, yeah? Are, oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking $300 for a premium pack. 300 bucks for yeah. what? Well, I mean, you get it. you get the works for that, but still, okay. I thought fireworks were like ten bucks. You know, uh, anyway, that's been one down. We th that's been one down. The double clean episode, baby. The double clean. It happened. It, it ha happened. It happened. Do we listen. shocked the world. We shocked the world. Uh, uh, do you believe in miracles? Uh, now. Um, Please uh, do us a favor. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, rate it. No, it, no, no. To it. We go out on this one. We just go out uh, celebrating. We don't go out whining and begging for for people to you know Great. tell their we'll friends. We go out on a fight. Bomb. Perfect. We we'll go out on a fight. <laughs> you bombed too that night. I've bombed before. I don't think I bombed that night in Myrtle Beach. I don't know. <laughs> What? Is that the fireworks store? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer. Produced and edited by John Boldwood. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.